Welcome, everybody, once again to the Low Key Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lanton, and as always, joined by Tim Malloy and Keith Denny. And this particular episode, we're going to be going over Megan. Um, I can't remember the acronym, but uh, <laughs> Megan is a film about um, an AI doll that's been created uh, by this genius robotic uh, inventor. Um, she is the uh, auntie to a, a young girl whose parents have just passed away. Of course, it's her sister and, and um, her brother-in-law. And they died in this tragic accident uh, out on the slope somewhere. And she's like, hey, you know, I'll become your guardian. But she's really trying to finish off this great project and really, really, really is having a hard time balancing between the two. And so in order to kind of do that and seeing that um, her niece is interested, interested in technology, she begins building Megan, this artificial intelligence that's going to be like the, the toy that kind of revolutionizes entertainment as we know it. But unfortunately, this AI is simply been given a directive to make sure that no harm comes to uh, her niece. And that's just not enough controls. And Megan uh, takes on that function and then horror ensues. So it's a really interesting film. Um, Tim, I'm curious to see what you thought of this. Is it because I have uh, some number of offspring? Yeah, I mean, that has something to do with it. I'm, I'm wondering if you would get a Megan so you could actually focus on your work. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> I This movie has made me so uh, suspicious of the interface of children and technology that it I'm should. not going to say on a podcast the number of child or children I have, their genders, their ages, anything. Like, I don't want them to have any digital footprint whatsoever until they're they're decide to on their own mm-hmm. um like i keep them off the socials everything just because the world is fucking crazy them or him or her uh not, <laughs> not getting specific um, <laughs> no um yeah this movie like really does a good job I, it's a very funny movie and a super fun movie but it yes. really underlines like kids and technology do not mix and we've all seen that situation of the kid who's like raised by the tablet um or raised by netflix and sometimes i worry that my kid or kids spend too much time watching stuff on netflix um and this definitely gave me more of that fear and it isn't that i'm afraid that you know robot dolls are going to start killing people what freaks me out is just kids being raised to have these completely transactional relationships Mm. technology where it's like i push this button and i get this thing and why isn't life like this all the time yeah so I thought the movie's like it's a fun and silly, and a lot of people have said it's a preposterous concept and stuff like that. I don't. Uh, no, nah, y'all, y'all. If you think this is a preposterous concept, you're out your mind, and you don't understand what's been happening to us today. Yeah, I. That, I don't yeah. think dogs are going to start killing people. I don't think that's that close. But a lot of the stuff in this movie is already happening. Well, yeah, I, I, I'll add to that um, a little bit later. Um, Keith, what did you think of the movie? Well, I don't know. I always have a good time with most. Well, by the way, I don't know if we said spoiler alert or anything like that, but definitely spoiler. Oh, yeah, we about to spoil this film. But um, <laughs> it's just like what we were talking about the other night. I think it was last night when you called me, Aaron, about like how Bloomhouse really don't miss too much mm-hmm. when it comes to a lot of their um films, and it's and it's because I think a lot of it is to the point of what Tim's saying. It's making something fun. And and also like a bit horrifying at the same time, but also enjoyable, but also kind of have a point too at the same time, but not so much of a point that it's like beating you across the head with it, right? Because I think there's also like different ways that you can take it, right? It's like this, this story reminded me of like, not just pretty much anything written by like Philip K. Dick or something for the most part, but mm-hmm. also just like, I don't know, fucking Pinocchio and with, the, I don't know, with a bit of Annabelle, with a bit of Terminator, with also if you <laughs> mix in Frankenstein, you know what I mean? Because I always, the most interesting thing to me, usually in a horror film, is, is not, it's, it's the monster, but it's also like how the monster or whatever this thing is um, fits in into the world especially when the world is is at first at one point things are normal and then here comes this thing right so in this case this thing this the quote-unquote monster is annabelle right mm-hmm. but then she's 
created by humans, right? And she's created, she's given a consciousness. So then it makes you think like, who are the real monsters in this? Like you, you, you essentially make something and you don't really understand what you made. You in so many ways could have created life without realizing it, but then treating it the same way that you would treat a toy or some type of machine. Because because there was certain parts like I was like I was like man like when um the woman was when she was <laughs> gonna kill the neighbor and the neighbor said what are you she said I don't know I'm trying to figure that out it's similar to Doctor Frankenstein creating Frankenstein's monster right he creates this monster and then he just abandons it right and then every everything from that the monster has to figure out on its own well I do think I think it, we should. I hadn't even thought about Frankenstein specifically until you you brought it up, but I I think we should dive into that a little bit later in, in depth because I think there's a lot to un- unpacking on the surface with that. I do think there's some some pretty key differences in that Frankenstein was almost trying to do not for science's sake, but he was really like, "Can I do this?" This was more like a, "Oh, okay, like, well, I need to keep this going even though there are issues because I got to make this money." I I well, no, nah, I don't. I don't see it even as. There is the that that's not just to make this money, but it's also like I'm trying to do the next thing. I think it is also still like I'm doing this just to see if it can happen. You know what I'm saying? Because they made the little the little bullshit Furby toy, right? And that mm-hmm. thing is just the prototype. But then when she made Bruce, Bruce was like the beginning well, of her knowing like okay i can make something that can interact with people right, let me let me be more clear i said money but let me let me be more specific it, it is the obvious thing that happens with people who because you can call it you can call it curiosity of like being a scientist and want to create this thing that no one else has done you could call it um you know hubris you could call it all sorts of things but at the end of the day she makes it clear that her emphasis is about this job and wanting to satisfy things at this job. Now you can connect with all sorts of things, but she gets to the point where she creates this asset that the one of the main people, well, the top dog of the company tells her you're the most important asset in this whole company now. And that's what she was trying to achieve. It wasn't, I mean, part of it is, yeah, I didn't get that, but she, cause, she, cause I felt, I felt like if she was trying to achieve what her job wanted, she would have never created Megan. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Frankenstein element is trying to cheat nature. I mean, Frankenstein, the original Frankenstein is about them trying to extend life beyond death. And this is kind of the same. I mean, her parents die and they're trying to extend the parental. Allison Williams is trying to extend parental life for this little girl via this doll. Let me let me argue against that for just a second. Real quick. She's also just not good at raising children. Um, She just doesn't. So so that's that's what I mean. She she thinks to create Megan points this out specifically to her that what she doesn't say this in like plain plain English but like this is when they're speaking Gemma and Megan like this is understood when Katie's watching the girl she you know know the names of all the characters (laughs) I have IMDb (laughs) so so Gemma Gemma is a scientist Gemma's a scientist Katie is is the niece Megan being Megan when Gemma the adult and Megan are talking, they're having conversations about basically parental stuff. And there's a point near the end where May, by the time she's about to kill everybody and has already done some killing, she's like, that's our child. And you got to remember, Gemma, you know, Megan says to her, she says, we used to stay up all night together all the time at 4 a.m. talking about everything. Mm-hmm. Really, the thing is, she is who Megan is, you can get into all this AI stuff and da da da, but like, and, and this is true of today, and I don't want to get deep into this because it'd be a little confusing potentially, but like AIs do learn based on how much stuff you give them. Like, you can't just like hand an AI something, okay, like I've programmed you, be smart. You have to give it a bunch of stuff. You have because it's just learning, it's a machine learning process. Yeah, it's serious. Totally. So, yeah, yeah. It's, so that's all I was about to say. Like, we can get to that too and like how it impacts us today and all that. But really, the whole thing is, Megan sees herself as a parent. She's been constantly updating her protocols to get better at the whole thing of like taking care of Katie and make sure, excuse me, Caddy, make sure Caddy's good and no harm comes to her and all this. Early on, before Megan starts doing more stuff to like 
change her protocols and get better and stuff. The first time this happens, is she's told, don't don't let any harm come to her. And then remember that dog is like starts shaking Megan and she bites Caddy and all that. That's when you start seeing Megan go, okay, things can die. Things can hurt. I've been harmed. Mm-hmm. And now this woman talking shit across the street, she's been talking shit. I know she's wrong. I know she's lying. I know she this. I know she that. Megan, like, I need, man, you know what? Maybe I will do this. Because really what Megan is, when you think about it, she is basically the unfiltered without it because okay think like blank slate rule like uh john locke right you're, you're born you're brought to this world you, you're a blank slate and you don't have any opinions about stuff that that's yeah. what megan is to some degree except she doesn't have any of the stuff that's like a um like a social contract that we have with one another she right. is basically well, Gemma's consciousness without a social contract yeah but that's that's that was the whole comparison i was giving with frankenstein monster he was a blank slate he didn't have that same any type of framework to base off of. But but Frankenstein's not Megan, given a responsibility specifically of something. Yeah, he's not given a job or anything. Yeah, so like the, whereas, the difference is Frankenstein, if Frankenstein was given something to do, like something to shoot for, a goal, like I think some of that might have been a little better for Frankenstein, but clearly for Megan, she knows what she's she's meant to do, what she's born to do. And this constantly shifts in in ways in, in different parts of the movie by the time we get to the end when caddy's ripped her apart she's like oh i guess you gotta die too now and i guess it's just gotta be about me now there's a bunch of ch- times where this shifts over the movie but i think really more than anything with megan the, the biggest thing is she like you guys said is brought into this world brand new she even tells Gemma, like you didn't give me any guidance like you just all just figured this shit out you didn't give me any any walls you didn't give me any rules all you said was like protect Gemma, and then you didn't do shit else you you basically gave me a bunch of what you into and you allowed me to like surf go anywhere in the internet to think about people in life and this and that and then you gave me a bunch of janice joplin so you got like angry janice joplin <laughs> with, all, with the titanic frame and janice joplin like i mean she was going through pain <laughs> but i can't imagine her with all that power and knowledge and this and that and then you just let stuff do what it does. Like, I don't know, this is really interesting. I kept studying to see if Megan and Gemma have like the same eye color because they do kind of have the same hair color. Like, I was like, did she make this doll to look like her to be <laughs> the friend that she can't be to that little girl? I mean, maybe not, I don't mm. know. But but she definitely did try to substitute. I mean, and the therapist calls it out. Like, you're, you gotta spend time with her. Like that, this is gonna create a dependency. It's gonna do this, it's gonna do that. So like the way the characters um, develop over time, like they spell it out for you. So you don't have to start making all these assumptions and maybe this, maybe that. Like, I, I feel like the script is like, we're not gonna let people get lost. Like we'll, we'll put in some ideas, but we're not gonna try to make this so complex and vague that people will be like, what was this movie about? Yeah, thank God. Right. I mean, it's more, it works better that way that you leave and have to fill in some gaps yourself, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah, but not all, they, like but they it. give you enough where you know what the movie's about, at least, you know? Yeah, you know exactly what it is from, and, and what's crazy is that the if you see the trailer, you pretty much know the movie. Mm-hmm. And you so, didn't put too much so in the that, trailer. Well, yeah, you, you generally know how the movie's going to turn out just from seeing the trailer. Like, you, you, you know this is like one of these mad dog type movies. You just don't. I, I just think they executed it very well. Oh, yeah. And it's just time to go yeah. It just kind of go to show how you can, how you can like have something that's kind of like a tired trope in a sense, or use a certain genre and add something to it that really makes it um, stand out. Every story's been told, as they say. Right, because because I was just thinking about this. Like, I saw the so the the remake of Chucky, right, the one with Mark Hamill, is essentially a lot like this film. Except for Megan is just better. <laughs> That's the best mm-hmm. thing to say. But it's yeah. still the same thing. So so in this one, instead of Chucky being like a supernatural doll that's possessed by, you know, a, a, a serial killer or whatever, he's he's just like Megan. He's a robotic doll. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But but it, the difference is that in Chucky is that he has a defect in him. And through the defect, it gave him a, a little bit too much agency. And it gave him the ability to be violent, pretty much. Um, whereas, whereas I think Megan is kind of saying something completely different, right? Um, 
where where to me because because a lot of times I always think like with with any movie where it's like a machine or something that's created by mankind just goes crazy. It's or it's 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 usually it's not the cre- the creation's fault more so than it's the creator. Yeah, you know, oftentimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that it's it's just like Jurassic Park, right? I fucking anytime somebody plays God, this is the type of shit that happens. So, so I can only be so mad when the Tyrannosaurus Rex does what a Tyrannosaurus Rex <laughs> does. <laughs> you know, and, and and it's the same thing with just like like to your point, Aaron is creating something and having it to try to figure things out on its own, um, which is, which is, I remember that was one of the things people used to say about Frankenstein, sorry to bring this, keep bringing this up, that that's like the, they use it as a comparison between um, mankind and God in a sense. I mean, I don't agree with that, but I, I see where that kind of comes from. So, and then Megan's case, she also has access to a lot of information too at the same time. You know, it's interesting because Frankenstein, you end up kind of feeling bad for Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these movies, you do start feeling bad for the creature because, like you said, you can't blame the Tyrannosaurus Rex for being a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm -hmm. But with Megan, it's interesting because I never felt bad for her for a second. And I don't know if it's because she's such a little perfectionist and so fucking annoying. Um, I love her her thing. I'm like, oh, really? Is that where we are? Like her, she's just a hilarious (laughs) Well, because like, she, she is Gemma. She's Gemma without the filter. I never, I never for a minute felt sorry for her. And I always felt like she was smarter than me and like condescending me, which is like the mm. movie is, that's one of the smart things the movie does. But I think it, it would maybe have been a more effective third act if I'd started to root for Megan more. Well, um, I don't know. I don't think you, you, so, all right. The, my thing is Megan, even as early as, and I, I mean, I, it's fun. I can't remember every single detail anymore, but that this movie, you could do multiple rewatches and see all kind of interesting things. But Megan, before that, that meeting with all those executives coming to see her and, and Caddy together, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was something that happened. Oh, okay. So keeping in mind, okay, th- this is what it was. It was just remembering the sequence of events. So, okay, just keeping in mind, the dog had just bit Kate, uh, Katie. Yeah. And she asked, and so it's like the next day, and she's like, you know, if you don't want to do this, da da da. So keep my Megan and Gemma basically got the same brain, so you got to keep that in mind. Gemma's watching her and going, what, what, what? And she's like, oh, you know, if you don't want to, and she knows she's doing that. Megan's watching, and knows she's doing that manipulative shit because she can look at people and see like what their emotions are and this and that da da. So yeah. when she's, if y'all go back and watch that, she's side on her the whole time, like, are you really fucking doing this right now? And so yeah. when they get there. And she starts crying. Megan does this thing where she looks at the, the glass window. And she's like, I'm not really going to give her a favor right now. I could, I could let her fail in front of all these people. And I know how important this is. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going I'm to I'm put on the show. You know, Tell- it's cool, though. <laughs> the movie does a great job, like, balancing our possible sympathy with Megan. Because we do like her protecting the little girl from the dog. Because that lady with the dog is totally in the wrong. And then that little boy is a fucking complete dick and you're glad to see him get his comeuppance. But at the same time, there's all these movie laws of like, you don't kill the dog. First thing yeah. is kill a dog. Mm-hmm. You don't kill a kid. <laughs> Megan kills a kid. So like, you're always like, do I like her? Do I not like her? <laughs> and then it finally- yeah, kill it. Well, I didn't. Well, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Keith. Right. Now, 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 what was you going to say, Tim? I'm going to let you finish. I just think it's really effective. I just thought it was really well written. And just, I actually reached out to a publicist for, I think it's Akila Cooper who wrote the movie. Because I, I would, yeah, love, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to talk to her because, like, the, the balance is, the sort of tightrope act is really, really good. I think it's really yeah. solid, too. You about to ask something, Keith. No, I was just going to say, like, that's the only thing that was cute. I was like, only, only, only thing that she did that I was like, man, that was fucked up was kill the dog. Because once again, you don't blame the Toronto story. It's because you got dogs, man. It's not because I got dogs. It's just a dog is a dog is only a dick because their owner's a dick. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like, but wait, but wait, but wait. So look. I don't. I don't. So, I don't hold, think. Hold, hold let me. Let me. Let me just back the question here, right? Because you're 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 putting it out that way. Oh, the dog can do nothing, and the dog is just a dog. Is Megan just a toy? 
You see what I'm saying? Like, Megan, but okay, but Megan doesn't have okay. Look, a dog has we don't expect nothing from a dog as far as like if I tell a dog, hey, I don't want you to shit here, I don't want you to do this. Like, I can't, like, and the dog doesn't do it. It's like, oh, what well, I'm gonna keep you know fussing with the dog, you can parallel. try to train it. It's such a good parallel because when I had a dog, I used to say, like, dogs are computers, like, you program your dog. So like if that's what I'm saying. You you what I'm saying, you eventually get the dog to, to get to where you needed to do. And what Megan had pointed out to Gemma is you never did that for me. So, like in the same yeah. instance, like because she was like, How can you blame me for, for trying to figure this out? Just doing shit. I'm doing what that's, I was told to the, do. That's the point I'm making. You know what I'm saying? So it was it's even more fucked up to kill the dog. <laughs> no, but, but, but what I'm saying, because well, I'm just the, saying, like, they're both in the same position. In the dog, in the dog did exactly its function. Like it was like they in, this, in so many ways came onto the property, and he bit them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean he 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 essentially did what a dog should do in protecting like the space. I guess if you say that, but that's the same thing I argument I have with Megan. No, I mean. I, I still think it's fucked up that she killed the dog, but at the same time, that's that that's it makes logical sense for her to do it because she felt like it was a threat to um to and i i love thing. this when the little when dog boy, was when the little boy starts being a little dick you see how stupid the boy's guardian is because mm-hmm. she won't discipline that kid she's like well bad behavior is a sign of high intelligence or whatever stupid thing she says and what do you say fuck off holly i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah and what what um megan told him what she said um you know, bad boys grow up to be bad men. True. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is my thing. The boy was not that young to not, not saying I, I condone killing like preteen kids or anything like that, <laughs> but he had, he was old enough to have, to have sense. Yeah, like, well, cause, and then he was acting like he was going to sit up there and like assault Megan, like, like assault, assault, you know, he was slapping yeah, like, around and taking his clothes off. Megan was like, all right, dog, that's enough. I've seen it. Yeah. He's like, I, I've I mean, any 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 big ass boy that picks on little girls is kind of, I don't know. I just got an issue with bullies anyway. So, yeah. not saying that. Yeah. Once again, y'all, not saying that I didn't think that that bad kids deserve to die, even bullies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that I didn't feel no type of way about him getting ran over. But, but a movie is pretend, and a movie is just wish fulfillment, and that's okay. Mm. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, it, but I think though. The movie, like you mentioned the stuff about kids and keeping kids away from technology. I think the movie's making a much bigger um, claim than that, which is that technology in general and people aren't mixing well the way we're using it. Because that whole thing about like the more you use it and what's around you, the more it can do it. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what we do today. Like, actually, if the audience is curious and I invite you guys to do the same, there's this new AI that's been publicly released recently called ChatGPT. Mm. That thing, basically, you can write a normal sentence. It will write code for you, which is great, right? And, and you can ask it to also, like, give it prompts to be like, you know, um, if somebody's on their deathbed, like, what are the, you know, give me 20 things that they say, like, 20 top things, and they'll do stuff like that. Like, it's crazy. It's really impressive. But it can also do stuff like, hey, write us, you can write us and say, hey, write a, a phishing email that looks like it came from AT&T and tell people I need them to send uh, their credentials to you know that like it can do that with a couple of sentences this stuff is real and it's right in front of us we got deep fake stuff going on we got this we got that we got blah 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 blah. and you know these sorts of these they're different sorts of technologies machine learning and ai go together but they're not the same thing but like basically like with the precipice of like a new frontier the same way the internet was in 1997 like this sort of thing being open source and available to the public like that's about to do potentially something very similar because you don't need to code to do stuff now so it's interesting that's amazing yeah that that's where we are now so hey, but, it, but it's one on the thing, precipice of something interesting one thing i noticed though as long as we make sure we good as far as water is concerned because apparently it's almost in every move of water in some type of way affects robots i noticed yeah. when she when she hit her with that glass that water got into that circuitry. <laughs> so we need to make sure we get our super sofas ready and stuff. Water balloons. The people who are making these things, like, the we'll make them all waterproof. 
they going to waterproof everything. They gonna Man, is anything truly waterproof, though? I know yes. we say that shit be waterproof, but it do it really be waterproof? I'm not talking about your phone. Salt that's just false I'm, advertising. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm just saying, but there's a lot of shit people say is waterproof that's not waterproof for real, for real. No, but you can. The Great Salt Lake is disappearing. The Salton Sea is disappearing. I think what these guys are doing is they're getting rid of all the water. Well, the 20 trillion gallons of rain that just fell on California are here to argue with you. But California, California's got it all. That's where all the AI are. They're taking oh, all okay. that their story in a well. And yeah. the rest of it. So are you saying that the AI, it, like it, it drenched the clouds so the water wouldn't come for some years? There we go. Stockpiling water. The water yeah. machine. All right. Have it all. That, that, that's a, a Bond uh, villain <laughs> plot for you. <laughs> Superman three has like control of the weather. There's something about control of the weather. Was it? Man, I mean, that movie is garbage. Yeah, those <laughs> after, after two, man, it just started going places. But um, I'm sorry, yeah. it, what else? Um, you know, do we want to say about this movie? I mean, look, here's the thing. I recommend people watch this. I mean, we're spoiling things, but like honestly, we're spoiling stuff is like in the trailer. <laughs> um, this, uh, I, um, I will say without spoiling stuff in it, um, because I do think it's it's a it's if you're really paying attention, you can tell probably what it's about to do. I thought it was going to do the thing, and then it didn't, and then it did. I was like, oh, yes. Um, that was a cool little final sequence. Um, yeah. And, and I, I was really... Like, did you guys think there was enough violence in the movie? Some people wanted more, um, I saw. You know what? I, I um, First off, it's PG-13. That's so what I, I didn't, I didn't even violent. realize that until I thought but, but also, I think some... Some, some of the, I think, horror movies that's like, or, or let's not say horror, this thriller, whatever you want to call it. They um they don't need like all that blood and, and gore. I feel like if it's not really warranted, I don't see the need for it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay to know that somebody got killed to like get the point. But I'm also at this point in my life where I don't need to see somebody get their heads cut off at this point, you know. Like I don't need to see a gory thing. Um unless clarifier too. You say what? <laughs> I go ahead and not recommend Terrifier 2. I thought it was good, but like the most graphic over the top. That's the movie that people but, like to up in the theater. And yeah, yeah. I, I was scared to see that. I saw but, a but clip. I, I, I can oh, kind of see. No. Oh, I can kind of see, you know, it based off the, the material. I, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example for that, for what I'm saying, but there's certain instances where I'm like, yeah, it's, it's cool that it's gory and stuff. Um, but then at a certain time, like Evil Dead, Evil Dead has to be gory, point blank period. Hey, you that know, new it's, trailer looks ridiculous. Man, that, sh- that shit looks sinister. I was but like, yo, I, I I'm going, see this. I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm definitely going to see it, you know, um, right away. But, but, but you know, it works well with Evil Dead, you know what I'm saying? It'd be weird to see an Evil Dead that didn't have, like, a certain amount of gore and violence. But um, I don't think that sh- needs to be warranted for every movie with a killer doll or something, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that's what makes Megan work because it doesn't, um, it, it doesn't, doesn't rely on lean that. on that. It doesn't mm-hmm. rely on, it, you know, it relies on the other stuff. It relies on just, first off, just the creepiness of a doll in general. That's very, very lifelike. That's more so not so much of a, that supernatural like doll thing, but the robot thing, like, and, and that little girl, that that's playing Megan, like she moved perfectly, you know. Yo, um, oh, yeah, she was. It, yo, hey guys, it, when when the water, uh, I don't know how they did this. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't just simply like a a one shot thing. They clearly were doing some some editing stuff. But when the water did get on Megan and she was coming down the hall, and they basically were doing like that ring like shit, mm-hmm. you know, it was like she was man, like that was tight. From, I was like, oh shit, like uh-uh, ain't no fun. That's why I had to get out. That's here. one. Of, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like that, that's probably one of the most, you know, closest thing to like a very terrifying moment or whatever. I'm like, hey, you gotta have to break the window. I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> man. That shit, that shit was that shit was dope. Um I mean <laughs> I thought they just did such a good a good job on the doll, the dancing thing, obviously, that everybody's into. But Ooh, just so, so you know that wasn't originally in the movie, right? I didn't know. Dance. Yeah, so the director, I, like I was, there's a little video, I think it was from, uh, I think it was Watch Mojo. They were talking about this. And oh, yeah. 
basically was like the director was like hey man i think it'd be a good idea and they were like eh. and the screenwriter was like i don't know about that it's kind of weird and then they did it and then they put in trailer and then they had like all these memes they had kind of pre-done yeah, kind of get hype up and then they were like after the trailer came out everybody was doing the shit themselves like, oh, they got it don't worry about it yeah. so uh, so that's 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 another thing that really made it blow up in the box office was the marketing campaign. Yeah, the, the marketing was great. Because this is the thing, like if the marketing is good, first off, the movie was going to make money off marketing alone. But then now that the movie is actually decent, <laughs> it's just making more money than they actually expected. But yeah, the marketing was pretty good. Um, no, they are just talking about a sequel. I think that like yeah, they, they say one's in development already. Right? Damn. Yeah, they, they are. Um, I mean, because because they made this movie on a ten million dollar budget, and they already made forty million plus. So and it's over fifty at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, and then we got the this weekend coming out, so coming up. So you hope know. it continues to do well. I think the movie just deserves it. Makes ridiculous amount of money. But I was thinking about that same thing about the dancing. I was talking to my wife about. It. I said, "Why was she dancing? Like it did. It did feel like out of place." But she felt perfect. good. She felt yeah. good. Like she she was free. Yeah, was, it was a, it's the first time Megan's free. She had just oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. It may have been the director said that the point was just to make sure that that person kept their eye on her no matter what. Like she mm. didn't want them to like run away or whatever which i don't totally oh, make sense she's just gonna kill them anyway but i guess that's the rationale for why she would that's like the plot justification for why she would do that oh, okay. let me tell you yeah, this if something's chasing me and it starts dancing i'm like all right this is a dangerous game moment you're letting me run and i'm gonna take advantage of this i'm out of here oh, you won't find I'm, I'm turning off all these electronics i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm going to some remote island with my money <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> that, that, that dance situation. is that dance is pretty, um, it's pretty, I don't want to use the word epic, but it's kind of like one of those very memorable moments. Like it's some, it's, 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 it's sometimes, you know, when you see a movie, there's a moment in the movie that it's like, you just never forget. That's kind of like, I think that's kind of one of my moments. I was just, I can't I don't even know think why. what that thing's called that she took. Like, it's not a paper shredder. What's that thing called? I know what it is, but um, yeah, that whole dangerous. She pulled that out. It's like, been it's dangerous. I, I don't even yeah, know. Like, why keep those around. Keep them in the office. <laughs> people have <laughs> done that for some reason. Um, yeah, when she car, when she did the car wheel over to that, I was like, oh hell no, Mm-mm. nope, nope. Yeah, this movie has that, so many note moments. That <laughs> you could have called this movie nope. <laughs> I know it's got take it was taken already, but <laughs> it's also just yeah. creepy the way little kids can do some gymnastic stuff where you're like, how can you do that? Like that's not like cartwheels are insane. Adults can't I mean, right. clean, clean cartwheel. Oh yeah. yeah, that was a clean ass cartwheel. I think this girl must be a gymnast or something. Nah, I had to be. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, um, real quick, Ronnie Chang. Great. I loved him. Uh the guy who was the executive. Um, you know, he was, I was like, CEO guy. Yeah, 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 he was great. I really, uh, you know, I, I, he's been in all sorts of, you know, films in the past. He's done, you know, stand up for a bit, and I've always, you know, thought his work was pretty good. But he, I, this is the best I've seen him on screen. I think he, he's really able to go pretty quickly from like asshole jerk executive to now I'm doing the presentation to get everybody excited for this big thing we're about to do. Like I don't know, he's just really good at, at switching that. I, I feel like he just honed, you know, part of his craft pretty well with that uh, over time. This, this is definitely a a standout performance from him, I thought. He's pretty cool. You know, you know, the only if I had any gripes about the film, kind of go back to the point of like, um, you know, does everybody that they kill in some type of way are considered to be bad people or immoral in some type of way or form? I mean, it could be argued that the neighbor isn't necessarily a bad person. She's no, just she she just a, a, a terrible person neighbor. with an annoying dog. That's not a yeah, I mean, she she's was, evil. <laughs> it's not the first off, it's still I still say that it's not the dog, it's her, because there was other stuff about her that, that was pretty crappy too. Um mm. but but the but but you know, like um the little jerk ass kid. And then you had um, the CEO. Then you had the guy that was trying to um, do his little thing where he was That's trying to I mean, steal like the plans. This, this, Megan. Me, Megan's like of a social contract. She be killing people over like petty shit. <laughs> yeah, like I, I feel like he only killed the CEO because he said something about dead parents. Dad. Like, you remember how she just side eyed him when he had made the dead parent comment? 
<laughs> and uh, I said, I said, did she just kill him because of that? But no good people die. So that's my only like right that no you want to no people, people to go. Well, no. it's just such a well, but see, I don't think the only other people she interacts like, with is okay. So all right, let's go to the people. I'm, I'm, hold on, let me let me say this real quick. Mm. When she when she didn't kill one of them, um, I knew you, her creators, the yeah. other robotic robotics. Mm. Yeah, other she didn't even kill yeah. one of them. I knew that the the stakes were pretty low for like Gemma to be in danger. Well, you know, no, Katie's not. I, really I don't agree with that because the whole th- she didn't no, she didn't have it, a reason to kill them. This sets yeah, up but, a Terminator Two. This sets up a Terminator Two where like she's the good guy in the next one. Like, yeah, that's that's why I was telling my wife. I said, "What they gonna do? They gonna make a bunch of Megans, and then they gonna bring back the original Megan to try to stop her." And so now it's an action flick. <laughs> it goes so, from okay. Four if, if there's something to complain about with this movie, it's why the fuck are the people uh, who who are the other engine, the other two people, um, other than Gemma, why are they sitting up here in the police car? Not in handcuffs. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like, really the thing is- because somebody creates like the most awful technology, and then we're like, oh well, they couldn't have known. Yeah, okay, but like yeah, but they didn't know they don't know that Megan killed them. Yeah. Yeah, but all right, but that was metaphorical and I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay. Cause because the thing is like I can assume that Megan deleted footage. Of what she was doing, right, and stuff like that, like in the, in the hallway def- at the headquarters, she definitely did. And she was changing other stuff on the way there, but but um, it I don't know, like that's just kind of like imagine like you the police, right? And and all right, so you've been told, all right, so this woman's giving a statement about a boy who just died randomly by car. Then her neighbor, the dog disappeared. Then the neighbor died. Yeah. Then we need to show up at the house again because some other people told oh, some somebody got murdered. And I'd be like, hey yo, hey yo, hey look here, I'm I'm not Einstein, I'm not Sherlock Holmes, I'm not this, I'm not that. But you coming with me? You gonna be in custody for me? I need I need some yeah, answers. One guy is like, oh yeah, no, I'm not accusing you. It, they could have had a little more fun with that because it is like really funny. The idea of <laughs> it's just <laughs> this doll, the doll frame me for murder. Well, because you know, in the original Chucky, that shit's funny as hell. Like, remember how <laughs> you, it's been a long time since so you guys probably seen it. But I, I saw it like maybe a couple months ago. But like in the original Chucky, the the mom buys a Chucky, the, the soul of the, the murderer is already in there, and she has to work. And, and the, the thing that, that trips me about movies back then, people had real fucking jobs. Like the mom was working in Macy's as like a department oh, clerk. Yeah. She wasn't like, because you know, like movies, they never do that shit now. But anyway, so she's working at the department clerk. She needs her friend to cover her and take care of her child while she's doing this department clerk job to have a her apartment in Chicago, I think, wherever it is. Um, and Chucky, so the boys sleep and she keeps telling them, hey, don't turn the TV on, don't do this. And Chucky's watching TV and turning it back on. And, and she's like, why do you come back in? And she's like, no, I didn't do what Chucky did. So now she's getting mad to my Chucky doing this, to my Chucky doing that. So then she's in the kitchen by herself and Chucky, gets her in a position to push her ass out the window and then they're like, well, what happened? And and they look at these little footprints and they're like, well, what? Like, well, no, that don't make any damn sense. And it must, it must be the little boy. Doesn't it? And she's like, well, Chucky did it. Chucky did it. Like, stop blaming Chucky. It was like all this stuff. And then when everybody's gone, the mom is sitting there by herself and she's talking to Chucky because the, the she's like, too much shit's been going on. She's like, she turns on the fireplace and she's about to throw Chucky in the, in the fireplace. And Chucky says, stop you little bitch. And she's like, ah. and then she finally realizes what's going on. And then Chucky runs out the apartment. She's trying to chase her down. Like, remember, Chucky hits the elevator and she mm-hmm. runs down the steps trying to chase. It's the funniest shit in the world. But it really yeah, is. It does seem impossible if you start doing the thing. It was like, well, it's the doll stuff. But she doesn't want to. Because that's the thing. In this case, she knows for a fact it's Megan. Gemma does, but she don't want to say that because she still got to launch this product, even though people disappear. And shit. It's so. Oh, but she just don't want this. Because no, like Gemma's the villain. Like I guess that's the thing. Like in I this, know Gemma. In that's the point I've been making from the beginning. Because like she, she's covering up. She's covering up Megan's tracks while she's well, not even coming up her track, but she just refuses to look at shit. And by the time she does, it's like, oh, the files are corrupted. Da, 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 and it's gone too far by then, you know. Like she still, even knowing she likely killed that boy, is gonna launch the product. You know what I mean? Like 
that's what we do. I mean, if you think Mark Zuckerberg has done harmful things with Facebook, it's like he get Facebook gets blamed for these things, but people are still like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is a genius, though. Like, yeah, let, let's be more specific. Uh, Elon Musk cars Musk. Sure. are crazy, and they keep we keep seeing footage of them doing insane things, and people any, are like, eh. any technology um icon like you could make the case that they've done bad things or that they've done good things it's like if you invented the telephone <laughs> you know <laughs> we use the telephone to order murders which they couldn't have done prior to the telephone like yeah they like, had to use those fucking genius alexander graham bell genius we're never like a lot of people got murdered because of that guy. The other day, somebody wrote a thing. I'm not even, this actually happened. So I think it was Ezra, Ezra Klein with the New York Times wrote whatever he wrote about, like the, the need to move the clean energy, you know, stuff. And somebody wrote in a tweet in response because he was like, we need like among the, the um, clean energy resources was wind power and do like wind power allow slavery to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, calm down, dog. Like, that don't even make Like, we could, we could go there, but that's actually, no, we can't go there. That's dumb. That's really stupid. You mean, let, chips? Let, let's go talk to Gaia. Let's, let's, let's yeah. go find Gaia the Titan and get her to come up and explain herself. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm to think about winning the same way again. I was like, that is, that's yeah. the dumbest argument I heard in a while. <laughs> have, you, have y'all, um, have y'all checked out the Chucky um, TV show while we talking about killing? It's dogs? good. I haven't watched it yet. It's the first season is pretty good. I haven't watched anything past it, but I, I actually There's a really second enjoyed season? it. I, I think have... the second season is out now, or it's coming out. I've never seen any Chucky anything. Really? What? Now I will. Yeah, like watch then, the original. This, the original this is one, really this one is interesting. This I one actually that away. the show know. actually has um uh, they bring back Andy. And then you got um as an adult? Yeah. Why is it? Oh, okay. That's weird. I mean, but he, you, you're but saying he, it's fine. So well, I'm not I'm not gonna like well, spit well, on that. Well, but. spoilers, it's, he's not a main character though. Okay. Like it's kind of like okay, so so Tim will know what I'm saying. It's kind of like um how Cobra Kai is to people who really know like the karate kid. It's mm-hmm. pretty much everything from every Chucky movie you have ever seen, and they it's like a whole Chucky universe. So goodness. Love this show. I gotta yeah, like it's it's actually it's actually pretty good. Like I don't even think Randall knows anything about um Chucky. Like mm, child I don't play. think she watched any of the child play movie, but she really likes the show. So it it, it must be fun. it got something going on. And it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> Tim, it is Child's Play movies are some of the funniest fucking movies in the world. This is one, but <laughs> in the first I, one, this I, is I actually with. think. Oh, yeah. I, I, I I don't think that that good after like two. Yeah, unless yeah, you just yeah, want, I, unless I, you just want to get high and just watch something, and then and then like the more recent ones that they came out with, like the Curse of Chucky, that like has his daughter. They're um they're actually pretty good movies. They're pretty campy? decent. Why didn't they ever make Chucky versus Leprechaun? Yeah. Like that's what everybody wants, right? That would have been a fight. <laughs> that's really fucking funny. They made Leprechauns in the hood. Yeah, that's so fucking. I've never seen that, but I've read the I, I read the summary of it because I was like, "What is this movie?" I didn't know Ice T was in it. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> that's pretty funny. I love Ice T, so might have to check that out. Look, man, this no, is I'm part in Child's Play where, like, somehow it may. <laughs> Oh, so no, I, okay, I'm not gonna ruin how he does it because it's funny as shit. But like, the, this cop is being chased, this detective, and the car flips over, and and the cop is trying to deal with Chucky, who has a knife, while the car's upside down and he's still buckled in. That shit is the funniest thing in the world. Which one is that? That's the first one. All right, I'm gonna see it, dude. The first one is like just classic camp, silly as shit. So, right. but it, it's but it's a it's a solid script though. It really is. Did did um the go back to Megan? Did, did any of the rest of y'all like appreciate like <laughs> the like Megan like singing and and like playing toy hey, soldiers on yo, the piano? She played toy soldiers. Oh, I said, man, get the fuck out of here, man. That was so dope. That, that's kind of, 
This is one of my favorite moments in the movie. That and her singing Titanium because I thought that was just so fucking hilarious. Yo, because I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I kind of, for some reason, had zoned out for a second. Like, I was like, she's just saying some shit. And I was like, hello, what? Because she was singing it because um, Katie was singing it earlier. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's so much stuff like in this movie that's really interesting if you're paying attention enough because Megan's learning all sorts of stuff. I mean, it was so interesting seeing her just stare out the window and look at all these different things. And when she realized and saw for the first time death, it's just like, oh, that's death? Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Pretty interesting. finite. Hmm. Oh, little and- boy's dead. Hmm. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Huh. Accomplished the mission. Cool. Don't have to deal with that shit now. It was like, oh, that's how she's learning to do it. That's not what we want to do. And then by that time, she's, and Gemma's like, turn off, Megan. She's like, we're not done talking or whatever. She's all like, oh, okay. No, she said, I thought we were having a conversation. Like, oh, well, there's a couple of times that happened. And then, and then look, man, all the time, Gemma said, look at this pen that second time. Megan also said, stop that weak shit. Man, she, <laughs> Give me this. She was pissed. You talking about piss me fuck off. <laughs> it's like because I think the thing is, I think Megan didn't even react like super fast because she was she was so insulted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was just that like, was so funny. Like, wow. Wow, you're really gonna do like you know you know I have machine learning, right? You know that, right? Like it's like that dude on uh I think it was that men's society, like you know you can fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, damn dog. Oh well. Uh, anything I'll say before we close up? Definitely recommend this movie. Definitely rec- recommend watching it. We didn't spoil every piece of it, but um, yeah. Absolutely. Anybody listening will check it out. I like it. Yeah. Anything else to uh, close with, Keith? Nah, man. I just strongly suggest people, you know, if you want to have a good time in the movies, a good laugh, for the most part. And, and, I, and like I said, I think it's a good story. I think that they, they put some hard behind. I think that the people, in my opinion, in Bloom House are, I don't know, I think these people just really love film, to be honest yes. with you. They just, and, and they like trying like, to do stuff. Right. Like, I think they just having a good time for the most part. And, and but they're also putting some, some you know, some hard work into it and it's paying off, you know. I can't believe they made that move with $10 million. Blows me away. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean, but all the prop work and stuff you have to do, even just like making those little, oh, didn't even bring this up, but the perpetual made me bust out loud laughing the first time I saw that damn name. I said, that is the goofiest (laughs) perpetual. I was like, get out of here. Mm. That's stupid. (laughs) It's it's like, it's it's like, then we're not going to hide what this is doing. Like, they're just like, Mm mm-hmm. We, these kids need to be on this shit all the time. They're putting it down. Da, da, da. Right. And then the feeding it like digitally so it poops solid stuff you actually have to clean. I was just not like real, you know, nasty smelling stuff. Yeah. It was just, it was funny that the mom really always complained about that. I was like, no, they, kind of they had dolls like that back in the day, man. But, um, well, I mean, I'm more on an app than feeding it. Yeah, like tomodachis and stuff like that. But you know, no, I mean, no, like my my um my little sister had some bullshit like that where you you feed it, the like fake food. No, nah, it was a baby doll. You feed it fake food, and it had like little fake little pebble poop come out of it. I never saw the poop, but Betsy Wetsy was a big thing. Oh yeah, that's true. oh yeah, that was another one, the wet one. Yeah, yeah but doing it through an app too. I don't know something. Like, because the other thing this this movie is, and again, it, it's not banging you over the head with it, but it's like all these always on microphone devices, always listening in and doing this and doing mm-hmm. that. Um, you know, there's just a lot there. Um, I mean, we we didn't cover a lot of stuff as far as like thematically what it's doing, but I, I think this movie's really rich. I think there's a lot to go ahead and look at it and kind of, you know, see where things might be going. And it's really cool that this movie could get a sequel given how it ends. Um, you know, I don't so, think it should. So, I don't think they should do that. But you know, well, that new I mean, but but look, wait, but hold on, hold on. We we just said Bloomhouse Productions. You know, they they like to try stuff. They're not gonna do some super trite. You know, they at least try to come with an angle that's a little fresh. So, um, if it were another studio, I might be a little concerned. But I think they'll at least try to slap some on it that's new. Because at at this point, we're talking about. Um, you know, Megan and I having a physical form and like what does it look like if 
you know, an AI goes awry. Because this could be a global level story if they wanted it to. It could be something smaller. Versus Leprechaun. I mean, I'd say Megan versus Leprechaun. Why not? Versus Annabelle. <laughs> Why not? Yes. Oh, Ghost dolls versus AI versus evil trolls. I mean, why not throw the gremlins in? Versus gremlins. Boom. Right. Now we're in there. Now it's still PG 13. And we're in there. And you know what? How about we just make it PG? No blood. Gremlins fighting leprechauns, fighting Megan. No. Secret Wars. Just made a billion. <laughs> Secret, Wars. <laughs> Secret Wars are all the short, all the short murderers. <laughs> I see the story. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I would, but I, I'm, I don't, I don't see that working because it had to be some big studio like Universal, and they'll start the one Godzilla in it too, or something weird. And yeah, was, like they did with Ready Player One. Yeah. everything was in it. And I was bad. Space Jam is another bad example, but I don't think every time you do that, it has to be an atrocity. What, what, what did they do? Like a. Um, was it Jason in space? Well, like who? Yeah, they, they had Jason Freddy versus Jason. Space. They did uh somebody versus aliens. I don't know who that was. I can't remember. Was it Freddy? Was it Predator Freddy versus, versus aliens? Predator versus aliens. Okay, yeah, of course. So of course that. Predator versus alien, but never Freddy versus alien. Someday. That should happen. He should he should start going into the Xenomorphs' dream, seeing what they really desire. Oh, amazing! Boom! See, look look what we did. Come on, James Cameron. <laughs> I know you're busy with Avatar sequels, but <laughs> maybe you can squeeze this in. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, like if you made it this far, we appreciate it. That means you enjoyed the pod. Uh, like, re- review, uh, subscribe, let your friends know uh, so they can enjoy on the festivities as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tim, anything to plug? Uh, the new issue of Movie Maker Magazine is on newsstand soon. Uh, it has Michael B. Jordan on the cover talking about his directorial debut, Creed 3. Uh, there's also mm. with Rian Johnson, who we recently discussed, and Christian Bale. It, wait a minute. I was supposed oh. to be saying Rian Johnson. I'm saying Ryan. Uh, it might be Ryan. That's possible. Hey, I want to yeah, make sure I'm saying it right. So, yeah. I'll go I think with, it's Ryan. I'll go to YouTube it after this. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Keith, where can people find us on the socials? On Instagram at the low keeper. Perfect, perfect. Uh, well, with that, folks, uh, we're going to close. We appreciate you again for sticking with us this far, and we'll see y'all on the next one.